All right, people, welcome. Welcome on this great Memorial Day. Welcome on this great Memorial Day. Uh, yeah, for all you out there barbecuing, all you grilling, all you people who are enjoying this day, uh, I got to get on here and make sure I get to this last session into y'all, as promised. Um, I've been binging on Netflix a lot of the day. Uh, in between that, I've been doing some studying, some research uh, on, on my subject, right? So here's the thing, though. I still said I was going to get on here. So I'm going to keep my word and do what I said. And this is the final session. This is the final session uh, for of the nine sessions for uh, how to, for, for these. Listen, y'all, I'm stuttering already. That's not good. <laughs> this is session number nine, uh, the nine mistakes that entrepreneurs, uh, excuse me, that first time, um, book writers make first time authors are making these mistakes and I'm just been helping y'all get rid of these mistakes eliminate this mix and how to what to do in the process so you know what they are and how to overcome them uh, and I want to give y'all this final strategy because this final strategy is uh, one of the key things I mean it is if you're not doing this then it's almost like there's no point in writing your book okay you have to do this right. And I like to use this, this analogy of thinking like the ants that I got from my man, Jimmy, Jim Rohn. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into today's conversation. Uh, I have a nice little diagram here very quickly to show y'all. I'll get into that uh, in a moment. But let's go ahead and get started with this because I'm going to get in here and get off get y'all fed with this, this spiritual, and then some of this information, this marketing, this business information, and uh, let y'all go on about today, get back to having round two or round three, whatever round it is for your, for your grilling for today. Uh, I'm full as it is. It might be reason why my blood's not really going to my brain and letting the words come out as clearly right now, and that's okay. We're gonna get a hype. You know how I get excited when I start teaching when I start training, when I start sharing this knowledge with y'all. So let's get it in, right? We ready? Let's go ahead and do this. Oh, for those of you, of course, who are joining us on the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments. Let me know you showed a solid replay. And if you have any questions as you go, go through today's conversation, go ahead and put that in the comments. I definitely answer the, all those myself. Um, and definitely, y'all, uh, if you hear something, about the, hear something that sounds good, share it out, share it out, share it out, share it out, because, you know, sharing. Is caring. <laughs> All right, let's get started with today's conversation, session nine. So welcome, 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 welcome to another session. This is session number nine, the final session of the nine that we're talking about. The nine for the nine mistakes that first-time authors make that uh, and how to not only be aware of those, but how to make the right move so you don't make these mistakes, right? And giving you some uh, some actionable steps on how to shift your thinking in some areas, but also on the action steps to take in order to uh, to be more productive, be more efficient, to actually produce a quality book that fulfills your needs. I mean, that is to have a book, your book's supposed to bring you more clients, it's supposed to bring you more money, it's supposed to get you on some more book uh, speaking and stages. That's what it's supposed to do. So we want to avoid these nine mistakes. So your book does what it does that. All right. So today, again, we're talking about why good marketing is like an ant is thinking like an ant. Why good marketing is like thinking like an ant. Yes. 
thinking like an ant. I'm gonna come back around to that. You really want to stay in tune to what that is, uh, what that strategy means, what that idea means, and how it's going to change your marketing and change your business when you implement it. And by not implementing it, how it's going to continue to drop, uh, make you drop your your closing uh your your closings makes you drop all your clients uh your business your profits going to start declining how do i know just ask me how i know <laughs> i learned this the hard way again session nine is talking about you're not marketing consistently so what does that look like so if, for for those of you taking your notes and you should be taking your notes here today here's a statement for today here's a statement you want to take down make offers regularly if you want to get paid regularly i'm gonna say it again make offers regularly if you want to get paid regularly now how many of you want to get paid regularly this means that we have to continually have the marketing machine going on it doesn't mean you always have to be the one doing the making the offers it could mean you're putting some post out there it might mean that you're putting sending an email it might mean that you're getting advertising going the point is always have your marketing going don't turn it off okay so part of this marketing strategy that I, that I, that I use at this point, uh, it's evolved over time. And I've, at, at moments in my, in my career, my business career, I've turned it on, I've turned it off, to so turn it on and turn it off, and I've added things to it and taken things from it. And I finally got this consistent flow, right? Part of that process is understanding uh, what we're going to talk about today, which is understanding your communication style, understanding your lifestyle, and understanding what you need to be, the three core things you need to be doing uh, in order to continue to be this new creative, what I call you, you new creatives ha are not broke. They're out here making money. And there's three things they must be doing. That's uh, understanding your your core, the core things you're supposed to be doing every day. Um, understanding you got to connect every day. And you got to be trying to make some type of trying to close at some point during the day. That might just be your marketing. Uh, it might be that you're closing on something. You're off making an offer somewhere. That's a closing. We're talking about particular to uh, these three C's do them as a new creative, you will be more successful. You will, over time, build your business. So what does this, one of the things that brought this home for me again, after I was trying to figure out how, why my business was starting to go down, I was losing business, and it's because I, I got comfortable with my, uh, with my number of clients that I had. And the, the bad thing about being comfortable with the number of clients he has is, over time, there's still going to be some attrition or uh, what they call churn when you're talking about memberships. Um, there's going to be some turnover if you're talking about business, right? There's going to be constantly people coming into your business uh, and, and people leaving your business. Now, you hopefully have a core number of people that are still they're staying there for a long term, but you're going to have the rest of them are going to come in and out. And if you get filled up in your marketing, uh, filled up with your business and you turn it off, you're going to be like I was looking around like, I got I to gotta ramp it all up again. And we do that. We get we get extra focused, extra motivated when we get to that point. We see there was a 30-day challenge that was put on by Russell Brunson, and one of the guys that uh, he talked about, he talked to during this 30-day challenge, uh, is a guy named Garrett White. Now, the 30-day challenge, if you don't know what it is, they, during the 30-day challenge, he talked to Russell Brunson talked to a lot of his friends and marketers and uh, customers who had been very successful using his systems, using his marketing click funnels uh, in order to grow their business. And what he asked them was, if you had 30 days to, you had to start all over, you had all the knowledge you already have, but you had 30 days to start over from scratch, what would you do in those 30 days to get back to where, to, to where you are and back on the right, um, the right path? And so everyone, all, all of these entrepreneurs gave their 30-day plan. 
as if they were starting from scratch. Now, one of the guys there, again, was Garrett White. And he talked about how he does this daily war. Now, I'm not telling you to go to war on your life, but this is just a strategy for who he, what his marketing, his branding is dealing with warriors, right? So one of the things he talks about in there, not in the daily war, is to have his, his core four that he's going to do every day, but also going to have his, um, his daily eight, okay? His daily eight things are the things he's going to do every day, the content and the connections that he's going to make every day in order for him to build up his funnel, to build up his uh, people knowing who he is, to build up his visibility, and so that he could eventually make these offers to this group of people that he's built, this following that he's built, connections that he's made, so that he can get back to building a, a six-figure business very, very quickly, right? So when I looked at it, I was like, oh, those are the things that I, a lot of those things she was doing is the things that I was already doing, but I hadn't like systematized them for myself. I just kind of got up and I did those things. So the difference was I had to make uh, a plan for myself so that I could check them off. I'm a checklist guy. It makes it easy for me because I don't have to try to remember what I need to do. I just pull out my checklist uh, and I pull out for the day before, create a day before. The next day I code like checklist, check it off, check it off, check it off. And it keeps me consistent. See, I had to use, I had to use a system for myself to be consistent in my marketing. Now, the thing about this is he had a daily eight. That's eight things he did every day in order for him to build his business. Some of us, most of us are still working, are working our jobs. And I'll come back around to what that looks like um, in the second point here. But in this first point, a lot of us are, are still working jobs, right? So if we're going to be working a job, I can't very well turn around and do eight things every day and still be and still have sleep and still deal with the family. We're busy. We have a lot of things going on in our lives. So how do we how do we uh, shrink that down or what do we need to do and uh, what are the core things we need to do in order to get there? Because again, in that example, they had all day to work on those things, right? As an entrepreneur. So part of this is uh, what you really understand is that you look at what your minimum viable action is. What is your what are your minimum viable activities? Meaning if you normally would work, go out and spend an hour on your social media marketing or spend 30 minutes on creating some content, then your minimum viable action, what is that activity? What is that? So if you normally, if you want to do an hour, we're at a minimum of social media marketing. Maybe you're going or connecting on LinkedIn or whatever your favorite channel is on Instagram or Facebook, whatever your favorite channel is, um, that you do a minimum of 20 minutes as opposed to the full 60. That is your minimum viable activity for the day. You have to at least do that if you don't get to your hour like you would like to get. Same thing for the other areas. What is your minimum viable action? Now, the idea here goes along with, uh, it follows the idea of the uh, the slight edge philosophy by Jeff Olson, where small small gains build up over time, over time, consistently, 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 and begin to exponentially grow your results. Okay. It seems like it may seem like those small activities every day don't really do anything in the short term, but over the long term, if you're in the business to be in there for the next five to 10 years, as you should be, or you shouldn't be going in the business, <laughs> right? Bottom line, you're not going to be in there for the five to 10 years. Don't get in, go into business. You're wasting your time. Go get another job or do something else. Do a get a better hobby. All right. But if you're serious about this, you're really serious about changing people's lives, which are the people that I talk to. You are my people. So I know you're out here trying to uh, change people's lives and make an impact on your community and other people's lives. So you're in it for five to 10 years, the long term. So 
small things done every day over a long period of time gives you exponential results. So let's know what your minimum viable activity is, your MVA. What is your minimum viable activity? Number two, think about this here, is that uh, you have to understand this. As you look at, as you as you look, think about this core strategy that I was looking at with Garrett White. He had these eight, eight things that he was doing every day. Now, for one person, for him, that might work. For the next person, they might not work. For the next person, it definitely won't work. Now, what am I saying here? How can it work for one person and not work for me? I'm not saying that it won't eventually work for you, but it's probably not, not uh, everyone else's style is not your style, right? It doesn't fit who you are, your personality. It doesn't fit your skill set. And so, yes, you you find a, someone to model and model their activities, someone successful and model activity, but make sure that style fits you and who you are. See. Um, you want to apply the concepts, apply concepts that fit your style. Now, what I mean by that is I'm not saying go out there and say, pull a piece from here, pull a piece from here, pull a piece from there, and then try to put them all together and figure it out yourself. That's a long way. You can do that. But if you're trying to find, learn from someone that's experienced, then you find someone who has the results you have and you fit within their style, the way they, 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 um, uh, I guess Zig Ziglar talks about you look at the other areas of their life and see if that's how you want to live. And if that person has all the other areas of, of their life together that you want and you want to, and you want to have a similar lifestyle, uh, and, and then you look at the model, how they live in their life and how they build a business, and you follow that. So vet your mentors, please. Okay, veteran mentors, at least if you're looking at particular areas of the life, only focus on doing the results in that area. What does that look like? Understanding, understanding what is your ideal lifestyle? What does it want to look like? The, 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 idea, the thing about this is you may not have be able to position to do all the things that someone else is doing, your mentor is doing, because you're looking at where they are after years of success, right? Years of building it up. The other piece about this is understanding what your communication style is. Some of you like to get in front of the camera. I like to get in front of the camera. Camera. Obviously, I had to learn how to do that. Some of you like to write. That means you're going to be doing uh, other things such as blogging and guest blogging and, and, and writing more longer paragraph, longer uh, mini mini posts on social media. Some of you like to get to talk on, on but, but don't want to be in front of the camera. So you're doing podcasts and you're doing uh, those other interviews, things of that nature, right? Radio shows, right? So what is your communication style? How do you do that best? Now, I myself have looked at all of them and like all of them, but it's taken years for me to get to the point where I can do where I can do all of them. However, I don't do all of them. I know my favorite my favorite style. I know what style does the best, does the most for me, and that is speaking to the camera. But then I'm able to turn around and take that content and put it in other areas and other ways of delivering it, modifying it based upon my own skill set uh, that I've developed over time, right? But my communication style is verbal, is vocal. I speak aloud to you <laughs> based upon a bunch of words that I've written down, right? But that's my communication style. What is yours? And what lifestyle do you want to live? Do you want to be doing this every day? Do you want to do this three times a day, uh, three times a week? Do you want to do this once a week? What do you want to do and plan accordingly? Look to someone who has those, who's doing that in the way that you would like to live and do, their, do what they're suggesting, right? Now, from there, here's the last piece, y'all, because the, I, I, some of you think that because you want to start your business, um, uh, that, you're, that you're trying to 
build something that's successful that you must leave your job. And I'm not suggesting that you leave your job right now because then you really gonna have to go hustle. If you don't know how to hustle out here with your with a business, you're probably going to fail. Okay. Now there's nothing wrong with you starting your business while you are working. In fact, right now, what the what statistics show is like almost 40% of the US population has a side hustle and they're making somewhere around $300 plus per month. I don't know what's going on over here with Instagram. It's reconnecting. Anyway, uh, so it, it is going about four, almost 40% of the US population has a side hustle and are making around $300 or more per month with that side hustle. And I mean, things like Uber, driving, uh, doing small odd jobs and things of that nature um, for people around people's houses or whatever it is. So they are making this money online, offline, $300, $300 or plus as a side hustle. Most of the time they're doing it because they want a little extra money to go spend on whatever they want to spend it on. Um, secondly, it was because um, they're trying to build their savings up. And the third, uh, came in number three was to pay off debt. All right. So if you those things are reason why getting getting a side hustle, but you can definitely continue to build your side hustle till it surpasses your job. All right, the money you're making from your side hustle start eventually surpasses your job if you continue to market it consistently until you build up enough uh, customers and enough revenue to take over your job. You gotta be consistent. Now, here's the thing about this: I, I want you to think like the ants. As my, my, my mentor, Jim Rohn, said, uh, the be like the ants. And here's what the ants think. Ants think winter during the summertime, and they think summertime during the winter. What the hell does that mean? Here's what it means. It means in the good times, they know the good times are not going to last, so they're always preparing for the winter, which is going to be when there's not as much profits, not as much revenue coming in. And then when you're in the winter time, you, you, the ants always think it's going to be summer soon, meaning while you're in those dry spells, and it might be just lower income, doesn't mean that you're you're not making any money, but your your sales and revenues have dipped, dropped off just a little bit, whatever it is, for whatever reason. But you always know that you continue doing what you're supposed to do as your marketing. It's just summer is right around the corner where you're going to start building back up. So what does this mean for you uh, practically? It means that you never give up on your marketing and it means you never quit your marketing, right? Because there's always going to be a re if you give up on your marketing, that means you quit while you're in the winter time, right? And if you, uh, if you quit your marketing as I did in the years, in the years past, uh, then that means uh, that you're going to, you're in the summertime, you're in a good season, and you're forgetting about the summer, uh, the winter is coming around the corner, right? Don't do either one of them. Think like that. Think winter during the summer. Think summer during the winter, and you'll always be marketing, keeping your your business going. Now, one of the ideas here, what this looks like for me, and what I would like for you to see here as I wrap everything up here today, with a nice little bow for you, let's get back to you eating. The thing here is this. The three C's that we're talking about for these new creatives, there's three C's we talked about already from the beginning. The first one is your core. What are your core activities? Your core activities are things that you're creating. That means you're, you're writing, you're, um, if you're uh, doing software development, you're, con you're doing some coding. Um, if you're a speaker, you're practicing your speeches, you're speaking some other places. If you're doing a hairdresser, you're doing, there's whatever it is that you're doing to build your core creative action, your core work that deals with your skill set and in your business, right? What you're doing that every day, 
right? Creating something in your core skill set every day. One of the reasons why uh, Michelangelo was a millionaire when a time of people were constantly being broken, um, we de developed the reputation of the the starving artist. While he was a multimillionaire, because he created stuff every single day of his life, one piece of artwork every day. Only 200 of those pieces of artwork actually were become masterpieces, but he became a millionaire off of those 200 pieces of artwork, and all the other things are kind of lesser to a lesser degree. He created something every day, right? What are you creating every single day? Small pieces, remember I said, minimum viable activity. The next thing we have over here is uh, to connect. In the area, of, uh, in the time of the, in the time of the new creative, we can't just be sitting around creating stuff. We have to go out and connect with people. Of course, we're in the time of social media, so they definitely have to be out doing those, uh, going out and doing them anyway. If you want to make more sales, you can make more sales. If you're a coach, a consultant, you want to get more sales, you need to be connecting with your people. Whether that, whether that's getting on social media, answering questions, whether that's talking to your community. Um, whether that's just getting out in the field and talking to people in your audience, connecting with individuals. The next piece out here, the last piece out here uh, is close. By close, I mean you're making offers is what you talked about, making offers every day in some way, in some form, in some fashion, you're making an offer. And yes, I do have an offer for you. Of course, I follow my own advice, right? Now, in between this, between your core, between your core activities, and you're closing right here. These are your products. Where are we at? We have your products right here. Oh, excuse me. Between these two, the core and your connection, you have your products. These are the things that your market says that you want, so you go create them. Between your uh, between your connections that you're making and your closing, in here, and here we have automation, so that you step out of the way. We start automating, so your people who you're connecting with, they go to closing without you. That's called automation. We have your core products over here, uh, and then we're closing right here. Where am I? My, my schedule. In the center right here, we have the, the new creative. I'm sorry. The new creative is right here in the center, which is the intersection of you doing your core activities, you connecting with people every day, and you closing, uh, offering some type of closing every day. That's what the new creative does. That's what you're going to be doing every day. Your three C's, your core, your close, and your connection. Did I miss one of the pieces there? Let's see if I miss one between my core and my closing. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. This is your marketing. My bad. Didn't have it in there. <laughs> between your core creation and your closing, you have your marketing actions. All right, what are your what are you putting out there to draw people in? This is actually where we're looking at right today. What we've been talking about for these nine sessions is talking about writing these books, right? Writing a book that brings in more clients, that gets you more speaking engagements, that gets you uh, that gets you booked on more stations. And I said that twice, but it also gets you uh, build your business is by creating those products right there between your core, uh, between your core activities and your closing and your marketing activities. That's what your book does. That's what your book point. That's the main point is to create this book that, that teaches your audience what you what your business is about, your services and your products, and makes them say, hey, tell me more. 
that says connection says, I want what you have to offer. You can go ahead and get a guide for that on how to do that. Simple 10-step guide there to walk you through writing your first book that does all of these things for you. That's going to be at drlandofortune.com forward slash my signature book, drlandofortune.com forward slash my signature book. And if you decided, you know what, I've been listening to you all nine of these sessions and you make a lot of sense and I would like to just go ahead and get it done, but I need your help. I'm willing to help with you. I'm willing to help you. So you're going to go to drlandofortune.com forward slash discovery call. We can set up a schedule of time for us to sit down um, on a have some virtual coffee and discuss what's going on in your business and how we can use the book to grow your business and get you the results that you would like to get. Again, that's drlandofortune.com uh, forward slash discovery call if you would like to do that. Now, again, we went all through all three of them: core, close, and connect. This are your the trying. This are the the three activities you're gonna be doing as the new creative in order for you to continue marketing every day. Something to market every day. You're doing all of these things to market every day consistently, and over time, it starts to uh, it starts to exponentially grow. And you want to make sure you understand what your communication style is and what your lifestyle is, so that you know how to who to follow and what strategies to use in your life in order to in your business, excuse me, for you to grow it to the levels that you want to have it. And at the end of the day, continue to work your job if you need to. Um, if you have to work that job to take care of your bills, so that you can continue to build your side hustle, uh, side hustle into a viable business that over that takes over the income of your household, of your job, and you can leave it and do the things that you're really passionate about doing. Just stay in there long enough. With that being said, y'all, you can be, you can do, you can have anything you want in this world. You've just got to believe. You can't live a life of no doubt, just blessings. And I'll show you how right here. That in all you no doubters out there, all of you are part of No Doubt Nation. You know what to do. You know what the mantra is. And I want you to say it loudly and do it proudly and make life happen every day. God bless. I'll talk to you next time. La la la. la, la.